1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian podcast is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. Part of the fun of going to the movies is seeing the upcoming trailers, so make sure you don't miss any by ordering your tickets and food online ahead of time. Just download the Marcus Theaters app for your smartphone or visit MarcusTheaters.com. Time to talk music news with our music expert, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. How are you? All right. Week away from our golf outing. Good weather this weekend. You're hitting the driving range this weekend? This weekend? I started hitting it the week <laughs> after the golf outing last year. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. I'm going to shoot an 18 this year. Excellent. Uh, breaking news that a lot of people may yeah. not have even heard yet. Yeah, Tony Bennett has passed away uh, at the age of uh, 96. You know, not a surprise, but still very sad. Um, you know, one of, you can't, it's almost like you don't know where to begin when you're talking about this guy. There were, you know, he is the upper echelon of important singers in music history worldwide, not just American. But, you know, he was certainly the great champion of the great American songbook. Uh, he was... He was Frank Sinatra's favorite singer, which is saying something. He had this odd embrace, first of the alternative rock world in the 90s, thanks to his MTV Unplugged album and working with people like Elvis Costello and K.D. Lang. Uh, Then with Lady Gaga, you know, he became kind of a grandpa darling of the pop world. And, you know, if you just just run down the achievements, you know, 19 Grammy Awards, including a 2001 Lifetime Achievement Award, couple of Primetime Emmy Awards, Kennedy Center Honoree, National Endowment for the Arts Jazz Master. He has two Guinness World Records. You know, this stuff goes on and on, and yet it, the achievements don't necessarily touch the, even touch the impact that he, that he had. And, He's also and, got a Bronze Star as a World War II He fan. does, yeah. Yeah, and in fact, it was it was his military service in the GI Bill that allowed him to study music formally and to really become the Tony Bennett that he became. So it's uh, for his ex- you know. for his uh, extended education after he got out of the right. service, yeah, right? Yeah, the GI of, Bill got out of the service. He, yeah, the GI Bill allowed him to to study. And another side note: he walked by us once in New York City. On the street. On the street. Yep. Yeah, that's right. About he did live there. With a you know, the, beautiful young oh, woman on his She arm. was so, she had to be like maybe 30, and this is 30 years ago, so he was 66. Yeah. Yeah. And probably she, the woman who's his wife now. Uh, she was, And he just walked by. He was just walking down the yeah, street. Well, it was Tony he, Bennett. We were like, yeah, it's Tony Bennett. He, he lives there. You know, yeah. I mean, he, you know, he, 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 he lives, lived and, you know. <laughs> just like a normal person and consume New York. So, you know, we knew this was coming. He was diagnosed with Alzheimer's uh, back in 2016, and they, they announced it, um, you know, recently. And he, he kind of bowed out nicely back in 2021 with some final concerts in New York City with Lady Gaga that became one of the Emmy Award-winning TV specials. And he did a last album with her, you know, Love for Sale, which came out in 2021. And, you know, all's been quiet. And his, uh, his name, Tony Bennett, was a stage name, his real right. name, his Tony full name. Benedito. Benedito, yeah, right. 
Because yeah, so nobody we can, under, we can understand that. I think it's Benedetto. I don't know why he had to change his name to Bennett. I'm sure oh, somebody yeah, said absolutely. nobody's going to buy an album by a guy called Benedetto. Well, it's like they're going like to know Bob, you're Italian. Look like at him; Bob, you know he's Italian. It's like Bob Dylan. You know, was yeah. not uh, Bob Zimmerman, and you know we can go on and on with, uh, with with the name changes. But yeah, that certainly at the time he began recording, the the record companies were steering artists away from any surnames that sounded too ethnic. What, uh, Mel, Mel Torme was the, the, the Velvet Fog. Velvet Frog. Velvet, Velvet <laughs> Frog. What was, t- not Frog. What was, uh, what was Tony Bennett's nickname? I don't think he had one. Didn't I think he? we just said okay. effing great, you know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, uh, he was Tony Bennett. I mean, that was enough. Did you ever speak to Tony Bennett? Many, many times. Actually. Many times. We had, we had quite a few, uh, he was very press friendly. And we had some great interviews, and I was sharing with somebody earlier that it's, he was one of those guys that you just felt better about the world when you heard his voice on the other end of the line, you know, because you knew that this was the voice that had sung all these great songs, and he was such a nice person, you know, happy, loved talking about music, loved talking about his painting, uh, had a real sense of gratitude for what he got to do and, and who he got to be in his life. So Tony Bennett has passed away. That just when did that come over? Just about few, like about like about twenty minutes ago. Twenty minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. At ninety six. Yeah. Um what you, movie is it that ends with him singing to a small audience? Oh, what oh is I know it? what you're talking about. Yeah. Toy yeah. Story ends with uh Robert Goulet. Right. With a squeaker it's, or whatever. It's, it's something like that, right? I mean, it's... Is it? Oh, it's some I don't movie. know. He's, you know. he's been in a few movies. That, yeah. That's one that merits some research. But, uh, yeah, I can't say I know it off the top of my okay, head. Okay, is, is his... Is that a 30 Rock episode? Was it? Maybe. Is is his uh, catalog going to spike now? Sure. This week on Spotify? Sure, people, people will go. Uh, if I were... You know, there, there are quite a few compilations that people could buy. I think the Unplugged album will do very well and I think the Lady Gaga albums will will both go back on the chart. What was his other you can't say I left my heart in San Francisco because that was what other than that, other other songs you really like by Tony Bennett. Oh boy, you know, the way the way you look tonight. Okay. So the standards. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that's that was his thing. He was uh he was keeping the great America and that was his mission. Um, he used to tell me repeatedly, what I want to do is make sure young people know who Nat King Cole was and know who, you know, Bing Crosby was and, and know who the Gershwins were and all, you know, Irving Berlin and all these great songwriters. He really, he had a real mission and felt a real sense of mission to do that. Mission accomplished, right? Oh, because yeah. he got so old that he was cool again. Exactly. Yeah. Like he was said. like I say. He was the alternative rock grandpa. You brought up Bob yeah. Dylan. Uh, his uh, got a, he's got a house for sale. He's got a house for sale. Yeah, do we uh, we could do some good golfing over here too. So he's got a place in the Scottish Highlands, a mansion that he and his brother David uh, bought in 2006, uh, just to just to have a place to go. And it's up for sale now for 3.9 million. They paid two million for it. Back, excuse me, 2.5 million back in 2006. And it's one of these, you know, Scottish estates. You drive down the tree-lined lane into the circular drive. Picture a lot it, of stone. It's oh, a lot of yeah. stone, a lot yeah. of marble. Apparently, marble fireplaces inside. Beautiful views of the rolling hills. 
uh, everything you'd want in a Scottish mansion for $3.9 million. <laughs> I can hear it, Bob and Brian, coming to you live from uh, yeah, from the Loch Ness. Scottish Loch. It's not really the kind of thing my taste in houses, but I, I understand. Tells me you can deck it out into any taste you want. If you've got $3.9 million to buy it, uh, you probably have have it to then deck it out however you want. You think there's an HOA that would prohibit that? Like if I wanted to paint it purple, like if Prince bought it or something like that? I, wow. You know, I don't know that they'd prevent you from putting purple shag carpet in, but uh, you know, maybe the outside you can't you can't do too much to. I don't know that it's historic though. I think it was like a recent. It was a modern construction. Really? That they just happened to buy. Yeah. Hmm. It's on ancient land, of course, but. Well, well, what land isn't ancient? Well, you know, true, true, but you know, some some land I guess gets established more ancient than others. Arizona is embracing Alice Cooper. They are. They always do. I mean, you know, because he is he is a fav, a favorite son of theirs, adopted son, and of course still resides there. Now you can buy an Alice Cooper license plate uh, for seventeen dollars. <laughs> you can get the Alice Cooper Solid Rock. I would rather have that than some of our available license plates. Not that I'm not I'm not against any of the license plates that you can get the specialty plates here in Wisconsin, but I think having an Alice Cooper license plate. And by the way, did you ever watch Mad Men? Oh yeah. Bird Cooper's sister, you remember what her name was? Um Alice. Alice, yes. Was I, thought it Alice? Was, I thought that was funny. Possibly in deference right. to Mr. Cooper. But yeah, you can buy you can buy a a license plate now in Arizona, and the proceeds will go to his Solid Rock uh, foundations and the and the youth pro the youth centers that he has, which you know teach you you know they offer all sorts of classes in the arts and the computer sciences to at actually not even at risk youth anybody can go to these centers. They're just wonderful. There's no reason. Have you to- seen an image of the plate? There, his image is on is on the plate. Right, but I mean, have you seen the plate? With, I haven't yet. Okay, I haven't yet. I just I was, saw the news story about it. I was it. wondering where that picture was from. I'm sure you would know. Yeah, yeah. I'll have. To, I'm sure next week I will we'll have seen the plate. Right. And actually, I'm talking to him between now and then, so we can see what he thinks. About There's it. no reason to not like Alice Cooper. He's just a good person. Absolutely. I mean, he does a wild show, and he got this reputation as being a, the devil worshiper and all that, and he's <laughs> anything but that. Oh, uh, originally, be, this would be a good time to uh, to mention and, your book about him, Gary. Yeah, work yeah, that in. Feel free, you know, the the, the Alice Cooper at seventy five. You can learn all the things you want about Alice Cooper available wherever books are sold. Um, cert, certain Milwaukee ra- morning radio personalities' names may be Boom. somewhere in the book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, Bob Barry. <laughs> but, the other, but the other, you know, the other thing about Alice too that I always point out is the guy st- at seventy five. The guy still works hard. He's on the road every year. He has a new album coming out in August, uh, you know, and and he has continued to record and release new music. He's not one of these guys just trotting around, you know, on his laurels. He is, you know, he's creating new music as he goes, whether people buy it like they bought Schools Out or not is another story. But he's still creating. And he golfs like mad. Oh, he's an amazing golfer. He's a great golfer. Like every day, doesn't he golf every yeah. day? Well, that, that's that's his addiction. You know, he traded the bad addictions for, for right. He traded for alcohol golf. for golf. He right. said, "Yeah, yeah." And um, you know, when you golf as well as he does, it's a good addiction. When you golf like we do, it's yeah. it's not necessarily a good addiction. But he uh, did you know? 
Okay, two things. You wrote an un was yours an unauthorized biography of Alice? It is unauthorized. And you're still speaking. He still speaks because you said a lot of times those. He, uh, you know, he, he, I was, you know, when we did our last interview, first thing he said when he got on the line before I asked anything was, love the book. <laughs> so, Very nice. Okay, that's good. You know, yeah, he said, I've been signing a lot of them. Uh, really? <laughs> All right. And secondly, did you know that he was friends with Groucho Marx, too? Oh, I mean, yeah. That, there's there's a chapter in the book about that. Uh, do you have the story in there about somebody owing Groucho money? Well, what happened was, you know, but, you know, Groucho, so Groucho becomes friendly with Alice. All the old-time entertainers did. I mean, those guys, Jack Benny, um, Milton Berle, those guys loved Alice. <laughs> they totally they totally got what he was doing. <laughs> he, show he hung in their circles. Oh, he, oh he, was, he was part of the Friars Club, <laughs> mm-hmm. like a member. So anyway, you know, I became friendly with Groucho, and Groucho was grouching about, you know, issues, business issues and stuff. So Alice's manager, Shep Gordon, took over Groucho's affairs for right. a while. And, and kind of got things back uh, to where they were supposed to. Right, because the story was when the entertainers got older, like Groucho, people took advantage of them. Oh, yeah. And, and they, they hadn't signed great contracts to begin with. And Allison, uh, his yep. manager, yeah. put an end to that. Right. Yeah, no, they stepped up and they did. They did the, did the guy uh, total solid and got him back on good footing, got his affairs in order. And uh, Shep has actually done that for a number of people. He very quietly, and I always recommend the movie uh, Supermensch oh. about him, the documentary to people, because he he has quietly done a lot of good things for, for people like that. On a personal note, it's been a very exciting week for me. I got my copy of Speak Now on cassette. And you, you are <laughs> one of many, my friend. You know, she set a she set a bunch of records this week for. Uh, she now has the most number one albums of any woman in music history. This is twelve for her, uh, beating Barbara Streisand at eleven. They were tied. Um, the only people Taylor is behind for most number one albums is Kanye West with fourteen. I'm sorry, Jay Z with fourteen, and the Beatles with nineteen. Uh, she was also the first woman to have four albums in the top ten the same week, uh, which is a, which is a rare feat. Only uh, um, how uh, many were re-recorded and how many were it was just, of, of her albums? Yeah, uh, one one is the re-record "Speak Now." The other three are her last three okay. studio albums. And so, yeah, so she's uh, you know, and, the, and it's also uh, "Speak Now," whether it was on cassette or vinyl or or cd or download is the biggest have had the biggest first week of any album to date this year she's so, a mini economy she is she is well what i don't even we, know she's a mini economy no oh, it's, uh, what do we, we talked we talked about last week i forget which federal agency it was but did a study and basically said the eras tour is driving the tourism industry in 2023 for the whole U.S. Yeah. For the whole U.S. Wow. And next year for the world. Yeah. You know, because people are flying to the shows. They're doing hotels. They're, you know, they're eating at restaurants. They're doing, you know, seeing other tourist sites. So, well, you know, the next time is, a politician wants to get an economy uh, jump-started, uh, yeah, just, just get uh, Taylor, fuel get up Taylor, some Taylor Swift. Put uh, it to work. And now go- Bob has a cassette, so, you know, yeah. which is... Which Pink. I find cool in its own right. Uh, what uh, What's the deal with them op- reopening the Tupac investigation? 
So this is a, you know this is out in Las Vegas. They did a they served a search warrant on the home of a uh, of a Crips a gang member. Um, they haven't said necessarily what they were looking for, but they took computers and all sorts of other things. Uh, this is you know Tupac was shot in Las Vegas, uh, September 7, 1996. Nobody was ever arrested. There was no cooperation, really, from witnesses or anything, and no arrests were ever made in the case. But in Nevada, there's no statute of limitations. So this has remained an open, if cold, case. And apparently they got some sort of tip, you know, and so they, they raided this house and they, you know, they found a bunch of stuff and took it out. And we're, we're waiting to hear if anything transpires. You know, the, uh, you know, the, Conventional wisdom was that, you know, that these were revenge shootings, you know, Tupac and Biggie Smalls, you know, by rival by rival rap record companies, uh, Puff Daddy and Suge Knight. That's never been proven. So so we'll see. You know, they both of them had gang gang affiliations and so it's possible that that's a, that's you know, part of it too. We 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 really just have to sit back and wait to see if the search warrant uncovers anything. Peter Frampton still live in Cincinnati? He no, he uh, he's okay. in Nashville. Okay, now he's in Nashville. Peter Frampton is in Nashville. He was getting an award. Yeah, yeah, for he's getting the Patient Ambassador Award from the Myositis Association. He of course has inclusion body myositis, which is, you know, it's a rare disease that causes weakness, fatigue, disability. You know, his his body is basically atrophying on him. Uh, has changed his music career, of course, although he is out on the road this summer. He's sitting down uh, playing, and he's making the most of it. But since the diagnosis, he's become a, you know, a great soldier in the fight, you know, raising awareness, helping other patients, being you know, quietly available for consultation and emotional support, and you know, just, they're just doing good work. All right. What do you want to end with this week? Uh, but, well, I mean, because we talk about her so much, we should probably note that there is a new Britney Spears song out today. Uh, she and Will I Am have teamed up, you know, for the first time since 2012. It's a song called Mind Your Business. starts with the words, Mind Your Business, Bitch, from Britney. And it's a very clubby, you know, four-on-the-floor, banging kind of electronic pop song. And so, you know, why? Britney, why would... Okay. Is anyone nosing into Will I Am like uh, like they nose into Britney Spears? No, no. they just work together. They, yeah, they like I say they did back in 2012, and you know she has you know she has not she never abandoned music entirely. You know there was some recording that has gone on over all these years and some planning for potential music, and this was one that happened to be in the works and was the first one they were able to finish. She's that. Actually, been relatively quiet just lately. Just like yeah, for a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, we measure her time in weeks. <laughs> yeah. and, but it's but it's going to get but it's going to get busy. You know, here's new music. We have her memoir coming out in the fall, so we're going to be hearing a lot of we'll be hearing a lot of Britney. Oh right, is she going to voice that? Is she going to audiobook that? I would think. You know, I think everybody you know in the audiobook world, you know, if you. If you voice the book yourself, you sell a lot more copies than if somebody else does, unless it's a, a name actor or something. Last I read on that, she was trying to decide if she would read it or not. Yeah, so. she, you know, she really should. I mean, you, the, I, the, the audiobooks I have enjoyed the most have been the ones read by the, the person who wrote it. 
Barry Gordy did a did a great version of his memoir. Elton John did did a wonderful version of his. Yeah, you wouldn't have uh, James Earl Jones read. Uh, That's what Britney I was thinking. Spears. I would do it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Are you gonna get James Earl Jones to do Britney's book? That, that I would, would, but that yeah. would have its own. That would have, have its, its own value. Own yeah. Yeah. All right, Gary, we're out of time. All right, good talking. We will talk uh, next week. All right, talk to you next week, Gary. Gary Graff, our music expert. Get him on Fridays.